Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, December 7th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the latest on how Congress is trying to raise the debt limit. Number two, what Devin Nunes' retirement means on Capitol Hill. And number three, we've got the big hearings to watch this week. All right, Jake, let's get into it. The biggest show in town this week is how Congress is going to raise the debt limit. Are they going to pair it with the defense authorization uh, package or not? Uh, We had a lot of reporting yesterday, and it is a kind of moment-by-moment situation right now. That's right. So let's let's review this. Uh, McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, the House Minority Leader, nicks the idea of pairing the debt limit and reckons and uh, NDAA. Uh, he said it's not. He's not going to be for that, and that kind of puts that out of the uh, out of the realm of possibility. Um, so as of now, here's what's going to happen: the House is going to try to pass a bill on its own that allows the debt limit to be taken up in the Senate with a 51 vote. Um, threshold. Most of these things need 60 votes. So that would be a big deal. The Senate has to pass that. If the Senate, and let's put that on ice for a second. Yeah, I was going to say, because that's a big if. <laughs> let's just say the Senate passes it, then the Senate would take up the rec- the debt limit and pass it, and the House would then take up the debt limit and pass it. I don't know how they're going to pass this law that allows them to take it up with 51 votes. Um, I just don't see it happening. Doesn't it seem like a little too cute by half? Like, I mean, it seems too cute by half because, and I talked to John Cornyn about this yesterday. He's like, so let me get this straight. If I vote for something that allows the debt limit to be taken up with 51 votes, aren't I essentially voting for the debt limit? And the answer to that is basically yes. (laughs) So, so I don't really know what they're thinking here. Um, They could pair it with like uh, a bill to, to put off Medicare cuts and maybe that has legs. I don't know. I, I think this is too cute by half. I do. I think maybe it works. I mean, I, we're not in the business uh, of saying things are definitely not going to work or definitely going to work. I, I just see some 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 I see some tripwires here and I, I, I see some I see some. I just think this is tough. I think I think the obvious answer all along was to include this in reconciliation. Democrats have suggested they have said they're not going to do that. They've avoided it for months. So, like, I don't know, like this now becomes really difficult and we're only eight, eight days away. I almost curse there, Anna, because that's how crazy this is. I mean, we're we're almost eight days away. We're eight days away from the debt limit needing to be lifted according to treasury can i just uh, say one thing i just want to say one thing here because you I think could say like, you could say as many things oh, as you'd like wow really have the floor here this morning it's very exciting times um no i mean i want to say though i think it's important because we haven't said one person's name who really matters which is mitch mcconnell right like go back rewind the tape to a couple months ago where he had a real internal political problem when he pushed his members to vote to do a short-term extension here. And so the real question is on that first vote, the John Cornyn thing, am I just voting for this by you know changing the rule? Can Mitch McConnell, if he agrees to this concept in general, get enough members to back it? I think that's a major question. And I think you know, whether or not he's going to put himself out there for Democrats to do that or not is, is I, I think, the biggest question of the day to me. I mean, listen, maybe it gets obfuscated if um, if it's paired with Medicare cuts, putting off Medicare cuts. I, I don't know. 
I also am of the school of thought, and this is a longer conversation, I'm of the school of thought that um, these the debt ceiling is a lot less toxic than people make it out to be. Um, and, uh, you know, that's kind of my thinking on this. But, uh, you know... This is what happens when you put things off to the last minute. And I just, I think this is uncharacteristically um, naive, let's say, for 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 um, Senate leaders. But I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe they get it through. Maybe I'm wrong. But I mean, this is where it is right now. And, um, and uh, we'll see if it works. I mean, by the way. Getting this through the House and the Senate, I mean, if the House does it, they're not going to do it today. Let's say they do it tomorrow. That means the Senate could take it up Thursday. If I'm not wrong, I mean, I could use I could use Brez here for this, but I, I here's I mean, they would have to clear. They'd have to clear a motion. They'd have to get cloture on the motion to proceed, have an intervening day, then get cloture on the underlying bill. I mean, this is like many days away, four or five days away from coming to the Senate. They have to clear two cloture votes here because this is not coming to the Senate on a message. This is a regular bill. So, you know, I don't know. This is tough. And I am very, um, I don't want to say I'm skeptical, but I am kind of skeptical. All right. Well, we will be watching every twist and turn along the way and reporting in it uh, in the afternoon and evening. So become a premium subscriber to get all of the dirt throughout the day. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. What Devin Nunes' retirement means on Capitol Hill. Uh, this is a figure that we have covered for our, basically our entire congressional reporting careers. He's had a lot of twists and turns from starting out as the establishment Republican figure, buddy with John Boehner and um, you know Paul Ryan, to really becoming much more of a Trumpian figure through the last four years, deciding to... Step down now uh, and become the head of Trump's, you know, new media venture. But what matters for us is what the reverberations are on Capitol Hill in terms of his committee assignments and and other things. Jake, yeah, that's right. Um, opens up. Uh, okay, a few things to talk about. Let's talk about Ways and Means first. Um, it opens up a Ways and Means seat. Opens up the top slot on Ways and Means. Amazing that Devin Nunes is leaving Ways and Means when he's about to be chairman. I mean, I mean just shocking, total- right? I mean, if you just think about that in general, total, totally bonkers, totally crazy, um, and we're very surprised by that. I would say, um, and uh, it also opens up. Um, so it opens up a rank and file seat too. But Vern Buchanan's likely to take this top slot on on Ways and Means next Congress. Also opens up the ranking member slot on Intel and a spot on Intel. So a lot of shuffling here, Anna. A lot of things to think about in the new Republican majority if that happens, and a lot of things to think about in the immediate because he's leaving right now. He's leaving. Um, um, he's leaving the Congress at the end of the year. So these are immediate decisions for McCarthy. Yeah, and Intel is a position that is a leadership-appointed position, so that is right and squarely in his jurisdiction, something to watch very closely. All right, let's just move on quickly to the number three story of the morning. We laid this out in Punchbowl News AM, but it is going to be a busy, busy week this week with some important hearings, um, including the fact that Senate Rules has an oversight hearing at 10 a.m. on the U.S. Capitol Police 
post-January 6th. Senate Commerce will explore supply chain backups at 10 a.m. Interesting, given the fact that yesterday we reported in uh, the canvas that that is the issue that most senior staffers think is going to take center stage in 2022. So they're already teeing up that issue. Um, There's some other stuff going on as well. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's just go through these quickly. Um, uh, Senate Commerce has that that supply chain hearing. Senate Judiciary has a hearing on closing the detention facility at Gitmo, which is a um, goodness gracious, if we haven't heard that story a million times, uh, still is not closed. Senate Foreign Relations has a Russia policy hearing, incredibly important with uh, Biden talking to Putin today. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll be covering all of what is happening in those hearings and more. Thank you so much for listening. Please share, write us a review and a rating. It's the best way for people to find out about the Daily Punch. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.